0: it's a phrase from popular movies it's also a question that comes up in our daily life the question is is that even legal we talk about the things that drive you crazy the things you won't believe and the things you need to know and understand i'm attorney bob sewell and this is the podcast is that even legal let's get started On the podcast today, we have two attorneys from London, England. They are Jeff Cortez and Judith swinhoe Standing, Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So we have you know an interesting uh, relationship here because we are both, or all three of us rather, are probate litigators. Uh, and so we have an interesting take on the law and one and that's why i wanted to have you on the show today because there's something going on in the uk that really struck me as as interesting and what's going on is the involves the will of prince philip prince philip is a beloved member of the royal family who recently passed and the court ruled the lower court ruled recently that the uh will was to be kept secret for 90 years what's going on what why did the court rule this
2: so it's, it's it's actually quite a standard ruling for members of the royal family um there is a sort of fairly vaguely worded provision um in the legislation which says that if it's sort of undesirable or inappropriate a will can be sealed it doesn't specifically say it's aimed at members of the royal family, but that seems to be how it's been interpreted in the courts. So it wasn't an unexpected outcome of the application, um, but it's caused a lot of interest in the media um, subsequently.
0: So, but what's the purpose behind it? What's the, Judith, what's the purpose behind having the royal family? Because this is not unique, you're right. There's a long list of royals who've had this happen. They typically are the uh, from the senior family, right? Uh, I, yeah,
2: that, right? the royal family. Um, I mean, the, the purpose of it is just to preserve their privacy, I think, because they are they are subject to global media attention and um, the judge in the High Court did say that they have a unique status in the world and that has to be recognised in the treatment of their estates.
0: So you know, I found it interesting, and and it makes it makes some sense, right? That the will is sealed, and the reason is because there's the royal family has nutters that follow them around, right? I mean, they're just Mm -hmm. they're absolutely nuts, and and there's one guy uh, who has been following them, following him around, and I I could say this, I don't know if you guys can, but this Robert Andrew Brown, he seems he seems nuts, right? I mean, he's out there. He claims he is a illegitimate child of Princess Margaret. Is this right?
1: This is right. I mean, there have been a few people over the years who have tried to get the royal wills unsealed. Um, And as far as we know, every single time it's been unsuccessful. Uh, Robert Brown was a gentleman who claimed that he was the illegitimate son of Princess Margaret, who is Queen Elizabeth's younger sister who passed away 2002. 2002. And there was also another woman who claimed to be the illegitimate daughter of Princess Margaret, uh, the same Princess Margaret, who also tried to get her will unsealed. Both of them were unsuccessful. But in Mr. Brown's case, he's still pursuing this through the courts. Um, He's got a very, he's very, uh, got a lot of uh, dedication and perseverance to this. And it's just as far as we know that what, what happened was the court took the opportunity with mr brown's case to make the distinction that there's a difference between the rights of the general public to to inspect a will because in england as in the us the starting point is a will is a public document that's right it. but there's a difference between the general public inspecting a will and an individual who's asserting a genuine, genuine private interest in the will. I think if you, if you came into the latter category, the court would be much more willing here to unseal the will or perhaps that you look at it in some sort of confidential setting. But in terms of the Joe public wanting to see the will of a member of the royal family, certainly given the recent decision of the high court on Prince Philip's will, I don't think that's. I don't think it's going to be a runner at all.
2: I think if if he was able to prove that he was the son, um, or this other lady could prove that she was a daughter of Princess Margaret, um, perhaps they take a different view. But they haven't apparently produced any conclusive evidence to show that they are. So that's the court can't grant them access to a will when they when they can't prove that they are related in that way to the person that they're trying to unseal their will.
0: Now, and so we, we have this tension, right? And the tension is, and it's in both our, our countries, both our jurisdictions, the tension is, wills are public documents, the courts are public places. We want to do justice in the open. And we want to have people be able to inspect what's going on in the courts. And on the other hand, we have this right or to seal a will and it would happen both here or in the United or in the UK if the right facts and circumstances existed. And so, and what what's weird about this is what is more public than and, and you would think that what's more uh, interesting, not interesting, but where you'd have a right to know about what's going on than with the royal family. I mean, this is presumably the family that it represents the head of state. And if you don't know what's going on at the head of state, you know, I mean, if you can't know that, what can you know?
1: Well, and I think that, you know, he, here in the UK, I think it's important to remember that not everyone here is a fan of the royal family. And there is, um, you know, there is controversy over the royal family and there's, there's a lot of People here who, who who want more transparency about the royal family's financial affairs, and this sort of line of cases, which runs totally contrary to the principles of open justice, which are the same here as, as they are in the U.S., is, isn't. It it's just it seems inconsistent with with that basic principle. Um, I mean, you know, there's public policy reasons as to why wills should be public documents. You know, beneficiaries should be able to know if they've been left a legacy under a will. But of course, if someone doesn't want things to be made public, they can leave a letter of wishes with their will, that's only with the executors, or they could simply put everything on trust. So, one would imagine the royal family has some pretty good advisors, and that they do have fairly, fairly, uh, if they have structuring in place, that would keep things confidential to a degree. Uh, we can't really think of a good reason that the wills of the royals should be kept private. What's interesting about the Prince Philip situation is that the court only sealed the will for ninety years, yeah, and then said they'll look at it in ninety years. That's the first time that a court has put a time limit.
2: Or in ninety years, they will look at it and decide whether yeah, and seal it again.
1: Yeah, and the, they may. Yeah, time. they may reseal it again. Um, that's an interesting development. And I do wonder whether that is a nod towards there is an increased emphasis here on open justice and transparency. And I wonder if that is a nod towards that. And maybe we'll start seeing that time limit get shortened um, as future senior royals pass away.
0: The other thing that's interesting about the Prince Philip's situation is there appears to be some momentum on an appeal. I don't know if it's been filed yet. But what I've read is that there's some discussion that because at the lower court they asked for uh, the, rather they the the media was removed from the decision then they had to come that the that there's some grounds for a appeal tell me tell me about that help me get this right
2: yeah so the Guardian newspaper have um, launched a challenge um, the 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 basis of which is that the hearing wasn't so. Normally, when the, the courts will publish their cause list at sort of two o'clock in the afternoon of the of the de, the next day's cases. Um, so this one presumably won't even have appeared on the cause list, so the media won't have even known about it until the judgment was published. Um, and so the Guardian newspaper, they. Raised an objection pretty quickly after the judgment was released to say that it was contrary to the principles of open justice that they that the media wasn't even informed of the hearing, so didn't have a chance to attend at all. Uh, and just this week, they have been granted permission by the court of appeal to appeal um, the decision for the hearing to be kept private. Um, with I think the aim of it being heard, reheard again in the high court with the media present. Yeah.
0: Do we think they have, you know, standing to proceed? Do they have, in the United States, they'd have to have an injury uh, to, to proceed. What's their injury?
1: I think they're, I think, I'm not sure they have an injury, but I think they've got standing because they are going to say that the way that this proceeding was conducted was in secret. And actually, the the way that it works here is that the attorney general is the defendant, to the proceedings and essentially they're saying this was a complete stitch up. You did this behind closed doors and no, the public interest was not adequately represented at this hearing. And like Judith said, the the court of appeal has said they have permission to appeal. Unlike in the US, you don't have an automatic right of appeal here. So they've now been given that right to appeal. So they haven't, well, I suppose they would say they have suffered a detriment and that they they were not able to argue for the public interest on it. But in essence, I think what they're saying is this is all a bit too cozy, isn't it that you had a hearing behind closed doors and a senior royals will is going to be kept public whether they win or not is a different point, but they want to be represented at the hearing
2: I think even even if it was and I don't I don't know if it was a foregone conclusion that his will would be sealed but I think even if it was the fact is that there's another layer of privacy that's been added when it the guardian would argue it didn't have to by the media being excluded from participating at all in the area.
0: You know, what strikes me is I've never read a will from the UK. I would imagine they're very similar to our wills. I've read wills from Commonwealth countries. Uh, We get a lot of uh, international uh, traffic here in Arizona with Canada and Mexico, as you could imagine. And so I come across their wills fairly frequently. But they're pretty boring. Right. I mean, I mean, it says, uh, you know, I soon to be dead guy hereby give my estate to X. Right. I mean, that's and and it says and I have X, Y, Z number of children and I list them all. Right. And there really isn't much there. That's interesting. And you can make them more private like I can. I can make my will pretty basic, bare bones, and give everything to a trust. And so even if I have this will, it doesn't say a whole lot, but give it to my trust. And in ways I can therefore manage my privacy, what are my options? Exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, the same, it's the same here in the UK as it is in the US. And to me, it strikes me as pretty unlikely that members of the royal family do not have private client lawyers <laughs> at their beck and call to set up trusts for them. This is a very, very wealthy family. Um, wills in the UK are just as boring, if not more so, as they are in the US. You do not normally get a paragraph explaining why someone was left out, things like that, like people think happen. I mean, I've been doing this for seventeen years, and every once in a while, you see something interesting in a will. But like you say, they normally just look. I'd like I'd like a few legacies to go to these people in this amount, and then I'd like the rest to go to my children in equal shares. Thank you very much. Same thing. I, that, that seems to have been born out of a concern some hundred years ago that um, there was an illegitimate child involved and that there was going to be a bequest of some jewelry. to there that. Was a mistress. Sorry, a mistress. Sorry, a mistress, not an illegitimate child. There was going to be oh, a request. No, you of got.
0: Tell me about that, Judah. Tell me about, you remember this fairly. And we love, if you're a probate and trust litigator, you love a little dirt. I mean, you gotta be honest. That's why we do it. It's This probate and trust litigation is all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And yeah, a lot of people <laughs> don't realize that, but it is. What happened with that so this is
2: Yes, yeah, so th- this is in 1910. And the brother of, so it was King George V's, wife's brother died and he'd had a sort of fairly salacious lifestyle. Uh, and apparently, well, I mean, we'll never know this because his will has been sealed, but apparently he, he bequeathed this valuable collection of family emeralds to his mistress. Um, and the queen sort of acted pretty quickly. She sort of sorted it all out, bought the jewels back. So they were kept in the family at three times the price got the will sealed and that was that no one needed to know anything more about his mistress so i mean we that may be a completely full story but that because we don't know because his will's been sealed but i think well, it's a nice story
1: and it's nice so luckily luckily in the current day we have no members of the royal family who live salacious lifestyles so you know, it's <laughs> unlikely to come up again
0: <laughs> everyone no you know it's it's really and i'm gonna bore you with the with a crazy story that this guy comes into my office and he says, my brother who just recently died, but just before he died, send me, sends me an email. And he says, I just drafted a a will and signed it. Uh, You get a third of my money. uh, You know, and he says, my best, my best girl gets a third of my money. And with the last third, I want you to throw a party for the drunks down on, uh, you know, X Street, you know, the, the, some street down in, in uh, Phoenix, which is known to have a bunch of dive bars. And so and he wasn't like super poor. He wasn't super rich, obviously, um, but he, he he wanted a third of his money to go to a party for the drunks. Were his friends at his favorite dive bars, and um, and it was like two hundred thousand dollars worth of party. And mm-hmm. I said, "Man, you've got to find that will. I will help you throw this party. <laughs> and he, i mean, we're gonna have live bands." <laughs> but he lost the will, and he couldn't find it. And the all his money therefore was going to go to. Apparently, he had a number of unacknowledged children because he was a wild. He was a wild man. So. There you go
2: I mean either way a that, that, and that rock and roll. A crazy outcome yeah yeah
0: <laughs> all right, so um maybe that will was meant to be kept secret too. I don't know maybe <laughs> so what do we think is the is the right answer? I mean, what is the right balance for for uh a will to be kept secret for a public figure such as the royal family.
1: It's, it's difficult because we there's really no jurisprudence as to why it's only been applied to the royal family. As far as we know, as far as anyone can tell, this has only been applied to members of the royal family. It's not even senior members of the royal family as well. If you look at the list. So a list was published of the I think it's twenty seven or so wills that are in a thirty three. Sorry, in a, in a, that are in a, in a locked safe, not actually that far from here and who they are and actually if you look down the list there's some pretty minor members of the royal family and they're not even english royals they're sort of from the continent as well and they're they're just the question really is why is their will so much more interesting and deserving of privacy than say david beckham's yeah you know this is someone with a lot of money who is english who is world famous Yeah, if david beckham walked in the door here and said you know what I've been thinking about this in the context of Prince Philip. You know what? I like my will. Well, I guess it would be Osh Spice who comes in because he'd be dead. So let's say say Victoria comes in and says, David died very tragic. I'd like to have his will sealed because he's a globally renowned figure. He's got lots of money. I don't want the world knowing how much he left to me and Brooklyn and whatever their children's names are. We don't know what we'd advise him because as far as we can tell, it's never been no one else has ever been successful in this, but I don't really see a reason why that shouldn't be the case. But I do think with this time limit here, that's a big signal from the judiciary that they're going to start chipping away at this. And we have in the last 10 years here, generally in the courts, had a big shift towards open justice. Um, divorce cases used to be routinely heard behind closed doors and anonymized. That's all changing, for example. Um, so I think we are we may we may see a shift. I think, however, though, as with most things regarding the royal family, I think a lot depends on Queen Elizabeth, who has a different status than than, than everyone else, really.
2: Is yeah, just I is- I mean, on, on the other hand, um, you know, the, the legislation is worded so widely that, I mean, I, I don't think there's any necessity for anyone's will to be made no. um, public if Prince Phillips doesn't have to be. Then why can't any of us apply for it to be sealed? Um, but it goes. I just think it goes both ways. You know, if I made a will, nobody would even bother looking at it. So why why does that need to be either public or private, really? Um, it doesn't because it doesn't really make a difference either way. But who knows? I mean, I think because it's worded so widely, it could be arguable. Mm. And there's no there's no legislation that says it's just for royals. So I think it would be inarguable.
1: I think you could argue it. I think you could make a, I think if you had a, a wealthy person here from sort of a famous, famous family, etc., not necessarily Royal with the right sort of last name, I think, I think you might be able to succeed.
0: You know And we could do it here too. And I, but what we'd have to be looking to do is to protect the living, not the dead. And we'd have to have, We'd have to have uh, something that's happened in that will or through the court case that's going to make it difficult on the living. And it seems here that, you know, what we're seeing is the sealing of wills to protect the dead. That is
1: that is the tension here. And I think that one of the reasons here that in particular um, trusts cases used to be held behind closed doors was because you would have people who weren't minors, because if minors are involved, things here are generally heard behind closed doors or, 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 or they're anonymized. But you'd have people sort of university age. So, you know, sort of 1920 and their family's trust affairs being discussed in court and people knowing just how much money this 20 year old has and that's not a good thing and you know we have the phrase here false friends which is suddenly people start cozying up these people so as you say Bob, it's protecting the living and if you know if a will goes out there and suddenly everyone works out that a 21 year old has just been left 25 million pounds outright in a will that could be a problem for that person not just in terms of false friends in terms of their personal security in terms of people trying to latch on to them in terms of sort of predatory spouses there's all sorts of things you can do um it is odd to think here what could be in prince philip's will that would be so odd to someone who is living i mean yes, the royal yes. family pays taxes like everyone else i mean presumably he just left everything to <laughs> to the queen
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it <Sufficient laughs> would do. be very <laughs> <laughs> <That's up. laughs> All right. Thank you for coming on the show. It's been super fun and uh, to hear what's going on and to see the similarities, because after all, I mean, we our our system of probate, our system of government came from came from uh, the UK. So it's been interesting. Thank you. All right. Thank thanks thanks for, having us. thanks for listening to Is That Even Legal? Remember, this isn't legal advice. If you have a legal question for yourself, reach out to an attorney remember that we're fun, we're lovable, and we are here to help you. To my listeners in 62 countries across the world, if you have something you want to explore, email us at producer at evenlegal.com. And don't be shy about leaving a review for this podcast on your favorite podcast forum. See you next time.